If disruption was the word of the times for much of 2020 to 2021, modernization was the strategy that underpinned many digital initiatives during 2021 on top of goals like resilience and sustainability. But as organizations allocate resources to pursue modernization, boards and C-suite leaderships are calling for greater scrutiny on the return on investment, given that economies may be trending upwards, but uncertainty remains. Among the many technologies that continue to garner sponsorship, both formal and behind backroom discussions, is artificial intelligence. To help us understand how AI is helping accelerate digitalization and modernization efforts, we are joined by Mr. James Ang, Senior Vice President for Asia Pacific at the Taiku. James, welcome to Podcast for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan. Thank you for having me. Now, before we begin our project, in, in 30 seconds or less, what makes the Taiku qualified to talk about artificial intelligence? Cordera Eco is a U.S.-based organization. Our mission is to democratize enterprise AI. In fact, we have a very interesting slogan. It's called Everyday AI. Essentially, that means making AI a part of what employees do every day. How does AI enable businesses to accelerate their digitalization and modernization efforts? Well, you can look at it in six broad areas. First, it's productivity gains from optimizing business processes. Uh, second, it's in augmenting the labor force, power with AI, you drive employee productivity. Uh, the third area is really increasing customer demand, resulting from a highly personalized AI-enhanced products and services. The fourth area, which is what the board is interested in, is improving risk management, improving customer experience. That would be the fifth area, and the sixth area would be increasing market share for your products and services. So, for organizations that are along their AI journey, what are the current challenges that business leaders must face when incorporating AI into their business ecosystems? That's a very good question. Interestingly, the challenge is not in technology. Ninety-five percent of failures in AI projects happens due to the lack of the right culture in place and putting the right processes within the organization. The culture must be driven from the top to build an AI-powered organization. In addition to that, you must have the right processes and governance in three areas: the first, AI governance; second, data governance. And third, explainability. To make sure that you are able to explain your models and algorithms, and not build it like it's in a black box. The second challenge is a lack of skills, expertise, and knowledge. There is a worldwide talent shortage for data scientists. And the third area is really the fear of the unknown and not knowing where to begin. And that's really where Data Eco, along with the peers in our industry, it's able to help business leaders to start to democratize. AI within the organization. At Data Eco, you know our mission is to really make AI accessible to everybody within the organization. So easy as to offer a platform for both coders and clickers. We call them clickers because there are the business users who are very used to the click and drag and drop model, as if they are using a Microsoft platform. By providing an intuitive end-to-end platform, which both technical and business users can use to do a few things: to design, to deploy, to manage, and to govern the data science platform. If I could go into a bit more detail, how does one architect an approach that reflects an evolving business and operational environment? 
First and foremost, always start with the business value you are trying to create. At the end of the day, it is about solving a business problem and creating a new opportunity for your business. And the important thing is to start now. According to IDC, there is already a growing divide between the AI-powered organizations who have already reaped the benefits of AI and they are doubling down their AI investments. So at Data Eco, we recommend five strategies and we've got the five E's that enterprise can follow. The first E is explore. Explore what AI means to your organization and your business by defining your priorities and then solidify your reason to leverage on AI. That's where the top-down culture is important. The second E is experiment. Estimate the value of AI with very early projects and raising the overall awareness of AI. The third E is to establish, creating very tangible value from initial use case and then using that to lay the foundations for scalability for your framework. The fourth E is expand, expanding the business use cases of AI across all departments within the organization so that you can accelerate the overall business value. And last but not least, the fifth E, which is embed, embedding the use of AI across all business activities and ensuring that this is part of your organization's DNA. You mentioned earlier that about 95% of AI implementations fail. If you could elaborate on what are some of the traps that organizations should be avoiding when planning or executing an AI strategy? Well, most AI projects fail because of a lack of clarity in terms of what is the goal, the timeline, the costing, the leadership sponsor, and the methodology. So I would recommend companies to choose their use case widely and always start with a business need or opportunity. Do not start with a moonshot project. Start with something which is which has a clear business need or opportunity. The second trap is in the lack of trust of quality in the data. You need to kick off your data project with a very clear strategy to ensure that there is quality in your data. And this is not a one-time consideration. There must be extensive work that should be done at all stages to ensure that your data sets which are being used is comprehensive, accurate, and up-to-date. And also ensuring that there are no biases continuously to remove the biases as much as possible. The third threat that you want to avoid is to ensure that you address three considerations. Number one, explainability, which I mentioned earlier, by ensuring that you can explain your model. Number two, validation, to ensure that you are able to continuously validate your models and algorithm, ensure that you are able to validate any model biases. And then the third area, privacy of data to ensure that you are complying to data privacy such as GDPR, PDPA, and many other data privacy regulation in your jurisdiction. And the fourth thing is do not build your AI solutions or project in silos. You need to be able to democratize AI and involve as many stakeholders across the organization as possible to drive adoption. Given that technology continues to evolve, right? AI has had a long journey of evolution itself. How does one design an AI strategy that is not tied to any particular vendor or technology solution, but instead is dynamic enough so that it's aligned to the business? At the end of the day, your goal is to have an agile, flexible, and scalable solution and to be able to accommodate large volumes of data. 
The second goal is to ensure that you have a platform that can be intuitive enough so that it's not limited to a small group of users, but scalable and extensive enough to involve business users so that business users can benefit from it. So when you consider whether to buy or build, you need to evaluate what is the core competency of your organization and choose the best way to deploy these resources. Well, both approaches have their pros and cons. It comes with sizable trade-offs, either financially or in terms of company resources. So as a leader, you must be able to plan for the long term and limit the technical debt when employing AI within your organization. James, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan. It's my pleasure. That was James Ng, Senior Vice President for Asia-Pacific at DataIQ on the topic of future-proofing your modernization journey with artificial intelligence. You are listening to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.